Welcome to the Listener Don't Podcast, a podcast featuring raw, uncut, and unfiltered conversations between two midlife girlfriends sharing their life experiences. Listener don't. Either way, we'll be fine. Oh, hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we asked for some questions and we got some questions that I thought that we could maybe go through and answer today. Are you ready for it? Let's do it. All right. All right. First question. How has your perspective of success and achievement changed over the years as you've gotten older? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I think when, well, I can't say when we, cause I'll say for me, for me, success was dictated by the amount of validation that I could get outside mm. of myself and the validation of like, you're worthy, you're valuable, you're loved. And so the things that other people in my life found to be great achievements were centered mm-hmm. around material things, money, um, mm-hmm. access to more money, being in a relationship of with a man, very specific um, relationship, getting married, having kids. Sure. It's very much like the ideal sort of American dream type of mm-hmm. success. And, you know, for a lot of it, that was or most of my life. I think that was my goal and trying to achieve that. And at the same time of trying to achieve it, it felt very much opposite of maybe what was sort of brewing internally. And as a result, I, you know, turned to, you know, outside substances that were sure. absolutely harmful for me um, because I wasn't being honest about what's true mm-hmm. um, for me and kind of lost a sense of that. I think whatever is who I am um, as a result of um, valuing other people's um, opinions about what is success for me. Yeah. Um, All that aside today, what feels like success for me is contentment. It's not um, like being so high on life or, you know, maybe even manic. And it's not like being so, it's certainly not, you know, feeling long-term depression Mm -hmm. um, and sadness um, and anxiety. Like, any time that I can come away from an experience feeling like I've it's enough yep. and I can appreciate it and um, love it and feel present like that success. And it doesn't matter what it is. It could be in taking a trip and feeling like I don't need to extend it, which that never happens, but uh, I don't need to extend it because I'm grateful for the experience. I've had, I've, you know, had enough and it doesn't, mm-hmm. I don't have to, I'm not seeking more, you know, of mm-hmm. something. it could be in, um, certainly in food, you know, mm-hmm. um, like I'm satisfied. I've had enough. And it usually happens when I'm eating things that I are mentally good for me. Like sure. Those things impact me. Would it be food or you know, drinking more water or whatever? Yeah. Um, it could be in like getting a pillow, you know, that feels mm-hmm. good. It could be in a conversation with the mostly in conversations with people I love who um, we can be vulnerable with each other and in the conversation. And I feel like fulfilled and enough mm-hmm. and gratitude mm-hmm. for that. So that's, that's success. When I can live a life where most of the days um, that I have are, they, I feel fulfilled and not obsessively looking for more, you know, of mm-hmm. whatever it mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. that's fucking success for sure. Mm-hmm. It uh, what's coming up for me is like this whole this connection yeah. connection to who you are, mm-hmm. who you de- who you are defining yourself as currently, and yeah. that connection with other things and other people that fill you up versus finding the things yeah. and seeking the things outside of yourself that really aren't true for you. 
yeah my friends like to yeah. call filling trying to fill a god-shaped hole with outside things like it's never gonna work i think i'm similar in far as like how i define success younger was more about uh the money yeah. the accolades the job title all of the outside things that i felt like were predetermined culturally Mm -hmm. And uh, as a society is what success is supposed to mean, that productivity level. Mm. And I think now it's similar to yours as far as like, how do I find the things that are just enough? But how can I do the things for me that are connecting to myself and finding the joy in the things that I like to do mm -hmm. and not necessarily going after somebody else's dreams for mm. the satisfaction of people pleasing yeah. and not wanting to disrupt you know, the situation and not wanting my voice to be heard. So I think for me, it shifted in finding myself and being comfortable mm -hmm. with myself mm -hmm. and saying yes to the things that I want to say the yes to and say no to the things that I don't want to do. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's how it shifted for me a little bit similar, you know, I guess yeah. in that yeah. connection to self, like, I think that's what success for me is. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be the, the monetary things no. and the dollar I mean, amount are, i love money don't get me wrong yeah the yeah yeah, that yeah. Money brings me but yeah absolutely because it helps you with taking the vacations that you want to take mm -hmm. it helps to be able to like find the different places of joy and fulfillment mm -hmm. like you were talking about your experience at the restaurant like mm -hmm. you need to have money to be able to have that experience yeah. right so I, yeah. I i get that piece yeah. I think you you tap you started tapping in on the next question was about like how has your understanding of contentment and happiness evolved hmm. and where do you find genuine happiness in life? You hit a little yeah. bit already, I think. Yeah, the contentment and happiness yeah. part is really around that versus I think of the op for, the opposite for me or the trigger for me is um obsession. Yeah, I'm mm. a person who will absolutely become obsessed um, with the thought of something or someone um, seeing me in a way that I don't yet see myself. So for example, if someone that maybe I admire sees me as incredibly smart and gifted and, you know, a great musician and, you know, financially successful and all of that, then I could become obsessed with the feeling of wanting more of someone admiring me. And that to me is the opposite of contentment and contentment mm -hmm. is it's not necessarily the opposite, but I, you know, for me, that's what I think of. Like there's this part of, you know, seeking um, the admiration and getting hooked, yep. you know, obsessed with that from a, it feels like a drug to not needing you know, anything um, relative to someone else yep. telling me something that I want to hear um, when I have the inability to be able to sort of, you know, feel that really for myself. I'll give you a really yep. quick example um, or another example of this. I was um, on a call. So I, you know, was on a call. How can I talk about this? <laughs> on Saturday morning where I host a meditation meeting. Yep. And 20 minutes of meditation, 40 minutes of chat about that meditation. Mm -hmm. And um, within the first, you know, 20 minutes, we do the meditation. I turn my screen off and, you know, I try and meditate or you know, puts around the house or whatever for that 20 minutes and come back and, you know, sort of restart the meeting. And as soon as I restarted, there was um, a Zoom bomber and that Zoom bomber proceeded to absolutely fucking berate me, you know, mm -hmm. 
Um, Shakira's nothing but an inward. She's got that inward mm. nose and her inward face and I look at her big bug inward eyes and she's nothing but this. Mm. And the whole time I just sat back, you know, when he didn't have his camera on, because of course, why would you do that if you're a Zoom bomber? Um, 12 people in the room, all white. And I was trying to hit the button to report that person, like, you sure. know, from Zoom, you can, you know, sort of find someone, remove them and report them. Yeah. And the, the button was fucking close. Like I couldn't get the report. Wow. So it felt like five minutes. It felt yep. like forever that he is just going in the whole time he goes in, I'm trying to mute him and then, you know, get the report button. And then he comes back on, don't effing, you know, mute me, Shakira, you fucking, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Mute him again, look for it. Mute him again, look for it. Um, mute him again. The room, the people in the room, there's one woman who's like 70 plus years old who's like, you fucking small dick motherfucker. <laughs> like this is coming out of a meditation meeting, by the way. Yeah. Like we were literally just... <laughs> Can you imagine how jarring it is? You're yeah. meditating for 20 minutes and then right. you're met with a hate crime. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. And I'm just like, I was smiling, not because of like the chaos that was happening. I was smiling because not one word that that person said, like penetrated any part of my brain. In fact, I was smiling because I'm like, well, that's not true. I'm fucking gorgeous. Yeah. And those are words that I've never, like I had been struggling with feeling or saying for weeks because really been feeling icky about my body. Mm -hmm. um, but it was like immediate, um, like, oh shit, this is, that's hilarious. You know, mm -hmm. you're kidding. Like I, mm -hmm. that's, it's just not true. None of yeah. anything that you're saying yeah. is true. Right. I finally got rid of them and we, you know, carried on, but I was so grateful for that moment because it, what resonated with me was how safe I felt in that room. Like literally mm -hmm. the opposite of mm -hmm. things that I ever would think how like, there's not a a, a rageful bone in my body. I literally felt the protection of something bigger than me, reminding mm -hmm. me of how far I've come, mm -hmm. where um, the truth of who I am is very much, if it doesn't feel close, you know, sometimes like I don't feel close to it. It's still there if I don't feel yeah. close to it. Right. right. Um, and it really, it was like, um, you know, we talked about closing of the gap. It was like the closing of the gap. Like, yeah. oh, I just needed that little, you know, friendly reminder yep. um, of yep. who I am, the, how much love I have, how grateful I am, you know, in that terrible moment, that shit used to enrage, it would have enraged yeah. me and really brought me to a level of self-hate sure. that, you know, I was already feeling, but because I don't feel that way about myself, yep. like none yep. of those words even came close to pricking, you yep. know, my, my, um, myself. So that I guess is what contentment feels like. Like when I feel it inside, there's mm -hmm. nothing anyone outside anyone or anything outside of me can do to shake that it's like mm -hmm. all right well moving on <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. so no yeah. I hear that and that's awesome I mean that's a that's an amazing journey to get mm. to that place and yeah. I think the thing that comes up for me is acceptance yeah right yeah. and that acceptance yeah. of itself of regardless of what phase you are in your life like you said mm -hmm. you were feeling icky about you know yourself and I mean obviously we've we all have those experiences mm -hmm. and we experience those in all different ways. But I think that that's the piece too. I think I used to get frustrated when people would say like, oh, I'm just content. It That felt like a sellout to me. Yeah. Like a felt. Yeah. 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 And now I'm just like, no, I get it now. Like yeah. it's a an acceptance of who I am, where yeah. I am. This is me mm -hmm. and doing the work to mm -hmm. really truly understand what acceptance is 
for yeah. who you are. Yes. This acceptance of self. Yes. And yeah. the acceptance of the world around you, because I can't mm-hmm. change some guy who decides to get up at 6 30 AM central on a Saturday fucking morning to find a meeting <laughs> and literally berate <laughs> the one motherfucker in there that don't look like anybody else. Like I gotta accept that. Like, Ooh, that's a rough yeah. life. And thank God it yeah. ain't me. That's yeah. a rough life. You literally got up at 6 30 AM yeah. on a Saturday. And yeah. that is how you chose. What happened to you? really what happened to you hurt you because that is a kind of assistance that is sad and and nothing nothing outside of me you know where there be work and I think this is Mm -hmm. also part of it which has been incredibly triggering and stressful um triggering in the sense of like my mental health for sure yeah but when I feel when I if I can accept that oh this is you know how it is not ignore it but accept Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. this is how it is yeah even that can't touch my joy correct yeah which is fantastic yeah well I'm getting there but that was a reminder this was a reminder yeah 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 wow you are close to something bigger than you rather Mm -hmm. than feeling so far away and that you have to um sort of grip and pull and manipulate your way towards that thing it's already there it's already there you talked about this a little bit too about like that whole worry of what somebody else thinks about us Mm -hmm. what has been the work that has allowed for you or for me I guess mm-hmm. as well, to let that go, let go of that fear of judgment. And just, again, like we just talked about, embracing more of who you are, your authentic self. I want to hear you answer that question first. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like for me that that's constant. Mm. I feel like for me that worry and that fear come up and I've done different things over the years to have sort of more of that acceptance of self. I think for me, uh, my life coaching journey opened that door for me to really understand what was underneath everything. And I think the work that I continue to do and have done with yoga, with mm-hmm. mindfulness in meditation, with journaling the mm-hmm. thoughts and the things that are in my head and being able to get that out onto paper and to find that practice as something that grounds me into Mm -hmm. being like, no, this is who I truly am. Writing out my affirmations when I am in those moments of worry and fear and just being like, no, I am strong. I am a beautiful person, right? Mm -hmm. Like just continuing to remind myself of that, doing different things with my spiritual path of Mm -hmm. connecting to that something bigger than me, which is Mm -hmm. spirit and Mm -hmm the universe and working with like the different woohoo things that people label um like with oracle cards and you know and and different tarot readings and things like that like all of those things i think have opened the door for me to be able to continue down that path and allow me to understand who i am authentically and embrace that and when those different you know things come up where i have that fear of judgment like this just happened you know, yesterday when I was talking to Jeff about some of these things Mm -hmm. and I was listening to him talk to me about it, about just sort of the conversation he was having with a friend Mm -hmm. about me and my Oracle cards or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I got to a point where I didn't feel like I had to get him to buy in to my belief. Yeah. Like I don't need this is, this is my journey. This is my path. It's, it's for me and what I believe in. Mm -hmm. I don't, 
you know, I don't need you to do that. Right. Yeah. I'm assuming it, it could be similar in your path of, of mm-hmm. like, these are the things that I'm doing. Cause this mm-hmm. is for me. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. need you to buy into this. I don't need you to be a non-drinker. Like this yeah. is just what's supporting me in my journey. So yeah. I just was very comforted in the fact of like, well, I don't need to convince you of anything. Yeah. This is just yeah. who I am. Yeah. 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 It's, um, yeah, it's a powerful thing to not, well, I'll say a couple of things. Thank you for sharing that. Cause it is, I think people who are outside of us are more comfortable. Sometimes they get comfortable in validation, um, when other people believe and act and are the same as them. Mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. to say Jeff or any, the friend he's talking to or anyone is saying that, well, you need to be the same as me. No, right. Yeah. It makes people uncomfortable, I think, when um, perhaps, and I, maybe it's uncomfortable, but maybe it's also like a curiosity that you don't even want to admit that you're curious about as to mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. you have so much joy. I would say that that's been my experience um, in recovery is, you know, one, it's not something that I talk to people about outside like my very closest friends and but as a result of that a result of the experience for me of hitting what was like my absolute bottom Mm -hmm. in life (laughs) and admitting it you know that was struggling in asking for help and receiving it the work then which, you know, it's different for everybody, but the work for me really resulted in um, the surrender into, wow, you really don't have a fucking look of control that you thought you did, not only on yourself, but you certainly don't have any control over other people. Mm -hmm. Um, And so by, so accepting that belief, you know, so accepting like never wanted to believe, which is like, well, I got it. I can do it myself. I got it. 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 All of it. You know, that was, um, a value that I um, was instilled in me and that I literally beat into myself, which is, you know, the harder I work and the more independent I am, the less I need others. <laughs> it's just not yeah. the truth. So it really, it's the, not only not the truth, the very opposite um, in which oh, 150% has um, changed my life is the surrender that I don't got it. Yep. I need help. I can ask for it. I can receive it sometimes. I know mm-hmm. who to ask. Mm -hmm. Um, for the kind of help I need. And it's really the help of like support and love. And if others who don't live and think in that way are, you know, want to challenge it, which has happened, as Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. um, like, I don't understand it. This doesn't make any sense. This, you know, path is, you know, why not this? Why not yoga? Why not that? And it's like, well, no, all those things too. Um, Mm -hmm. But it starts with... For me, the admittance that I have no fucking control over any of the shit that happens outside of me, I have, and I don't even have a whole lot of control of the shit that happens inside of me, (laughs) but I do and can ask for help and be willing to accept the help that's been uh, offered when I, you know, to, for a greater sort of path, a life path. Yeah. I I guess that contentment looks like that contentment looks like surrender and acceptance mm-hmm. kind of what we were saying mm-hmm. earlier that's mm-hmm. that's what it looks like and fuck anybody who doesn't I mean I fuck them like <laughs> I hope you find what works for you yeah <laughs> this feels good so I hope you find what works for you because you know you don't have to live the way that you live in either if you don't want to live that way so yeah whatever yeah. that looks like girl do it or yeah. boy or man or person person <laughs> yeah human being do man. you this because this is great. Where I'm at is great. <laughs> well, that's great. And you, you, t- the next question is about relationships. And you talked about this a little bit earlier too, as far as that relationship to self or relationship to others. What have you learned in maintaining and building 
relationships that now like are more fulfilling than maybe the relationships mm-hmm. that you've had in your past? Oh man, what kind of relationships? Personal, intimate, platonic? I guess it doesn't matter because they're all like little, yeah, yeah, they're all like little subcategories of the Mm -hmm. bigger question, I think, of what you're Mm -hmm. asking about, like, how do you, you know, how have your relationships changed, period. I am more apt to admit when I am wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm more mm-hmm. apt to accept that I've hurt someone by something mm-hmm. I may have said. I'm not trying to defend myself or the what I said if someone is telling me like that was hurtful. I'm really open to having what may feel like uncomfortable or conflicts, you know, uncomfortable mm-hmm. conversation or conflicts mm-hmm. with the people that I love. I'm also willing to accept that we may not see the same ways, but so how do we like, how can we move forward? What kind of space do I need to give myself to be able to enter that kind of conversation? I'm much more willing to not just throw away relationships because I'm frustrated. I don't yeah. avoid conversations with people and therefore avoid mm-hmm. them and just toss away something that was meaningful at one point because sure. of something that I don't want to admit. Like that, it, it feels real. It feels, um, I think, but as a result of all of that, forces me to be vulnerable. It forces me to admit imperfections because mm-hmm. no one is. I think that vulnerability is like an invitation for the people that truly want the kind of intimacy that you want to yep. also do and be the same. And it also like becomes really clear when you know there's a relationship that's not going to you know continue to enter or grow in a category that you would like to yep. and yep. how do you then accept that like hmm i guess this is as far as we go you yeah. know this right. is as intimate right. as we get and that's okay because thank god i have like a whole fucking universe of other people that you know can meet me closer to where maybe i want to be too yeah um, yep. so yeah yeah, I hear that, like, sort of that that separation of these are the different relationships that I have, mm-hmm. and how do each of those serve me, and how do I serve in each of those types of relationships, Nailed and accepting it. if it's going to be surface, yeah, and yeah. determining if that's even something that you want, and totally. where do you want to put your energy, 100%. and filling, yeah, filling yourself up with the spaces that provide you more of that intellect and feed more of that vulnerability and that connection that you're looking for versus just surrounding yourself with a lot of surface people. Yeah. Some people want to grow with you and some people just like they are grown to where they are. Correct. And we just are growing together. Yeah. Yeah. And some people aren't (laughs) even aware that they have the opportunity to grow. And it's just like, well, you know, yeah. I've also gotten to that space of it's okay if relationships have served their purpose and they're yes. no longer moving forward because yes. that was a relationship that I needed to totally. get me through X period of my life. Yeah. And it's okay that they're still not there. And it's okay to not um, force something yeah. that may not feel right anymore yeah. for whatever yeah. reason. Totally. That was really hard for me to um, accept when relationships don't work out any friendships, you know, Mm-hmm. romantic relationships when they don't mm-hmm. work out typically for me I came to realize um it was again <laughs> around acceptance yeah and also being really um introspective in what it was that I was doing my part and the reason why it didn't work out nine times out of ten in the past it's been because I um did something with an expectation from someone else mm-hmm. uh if I wanted to hold on or cling to something or someone so much I would manipulate myself to be or act or do whatever it is that I thought that person needed or wanted regardless of how internally whether subconsciously or not it felt for me it may yeah. not have been right so it's not honoring my own boundaries 
boundaries. No. Well, and it sounds like a, a loss of self. Like you have no idea who you are no because you're morphing and changing into somebody <laughs> totally. else. The fuck yeah. am I? You know, yeah. it's okay if, um, you know, like you said, it, it worked for a certain period and for mm-hmm. reasons maybe unknown to me, you know, mm-hmm. then um, mm-hmm. that only I can see later in life. Like, oh, that was because I needed to get here, right. you know, whatever. Right. Um, it's okay if it doesn't work out. So yeah, stronger sense of self over yeah. you know, the last 20 something years, I would say, without like knowing that I was working towards that. It just mm-hmm. it comes with it just age. Happens. Yeah, I think so. Wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> I think so too. And I think that there's there's some of these as far as like, you know, what would you tell your younger self kind of a thing? And it's just like, well, I think the biggest message is trust the process. Like you're going through something because there's a bigger message that's coming. And I can't tell you what the fuck that is because you no. need, you need to experience it to get to where you are to then be able to learn from it. Yeah. Yeah. Younger me, I would definitely tell younger me to just hang on um, because m- most of the time younger me, um, felt like giving up. Most of the time, younger me felt like there was, um, I would never have the kind of love or be willing to be open to it um, for fear of feeling being rejected or abandoned mm-hmm. and not being okay with that, like never recovering from it. That was also mm-hmm. a big part of you know my story is that I'll never live through this. I'll never live without sure. this person. I'll never feel anything. You know, I'll, yep. just, that yep. was my narrative and I'm never going to recover from it. You yeah, know, it's gonna be devastating. It's gonna be the end of my life. So I would definitely tell younger me to just like hang on, girl. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it would pa- it'll pass. It's yeah, gonna suck, but it'll pass. Yeah. So yeah, mine is trust yourself. Mm. Yeah, that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. These were these have been good questions. Let's do one yeah. more. Okay. So we talk a lot about like mindfulness and self care. What are there anything any of those that you think are your staples to that are crucial for you to have to have yeah this is not to say that i do them every day no no this is more or less like the things that when i do do them Mm -hmm. um even if sporadically but instantly make me feel like i want to be in my body rather than you know my skin making my bed drinking water meditating Mm mm-hmm and meditating can look like just sitting for five minutes quiet mm-hmm. without scrolling my phone, no music, literally just hearing myself breathe. Those are the bare minimum things yeah. of self-care that when I do them every day, everything else seems to like fall in place. Sure. Mine are journaling and meditation. Mm-hmm. I think those are the things that keep me grounded and connect me to myself to then therefore be able to make better decisions for myself throughout the day. Totally. totally. Yeah. Yeah. With groundedness to me, it's like the closing of the gap. Talk a lot about gaps. Need need to have sex. There's the (laughs) closing of the gap. Uh, Leave it to you to make it dirty. (laughs) That's the fourth one. Um, (laughs) um, Closing of the gap between being in my body and being closer to something and allowing that um, something um, to help like lead me to the the next right step. What's the next right thing? (laughs) I've always loved that when you've said that. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Well, thanks. This was a great Q&A session. Good chat. Good chat. Good chat. chat. (laughs) All right. All right. We will chat with you later. Love you, sissy. Love you too. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
Thanks, friend, for tuning in to this episode of the Listener Don't Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the conversation, and if so, please write us a review and share us with your friends. This episode is sponsored by Jill Daler Coaching, here to guide you to discover and recover your authentic self. If you're ready to create and live a fuck yeah life, I'm here for it. Let's connect at jilldaler.com.